1: to talk Padres baseball, we've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready to play their second of three against the Marlins at Petco. And here in studio, we've got Mike Janella continuing his unbroken streak of hosting the show. The Iron Man streak continues here. Even Blooper's taken a couple of days off, but Big deal. not here in the couch. Alongside Mike and approaching his record of consecutive days on set, uh, you gotta start somewhere. For the second day in a row, it's Mike Grace. Mike Grace going back to back to start off the week. How about Cat? that? Right? It's the high highlight of my life so far
2: <laughs> you <laughs> just
3: right, had we'll a kid Well, that's how important Padre Social Hour is to me.
1: And rounding out the crew, it's Bob Scanlon. But you probably knew that already since he goes a little crazy in telling everyone when he's going to be on the program.
4: Your friends know about it. Your family knows about it. Everybody you know is asking you about it. The anticipation is high.
1: Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bob Scanlon, and Mike Grace. Happy Tuesday, and welcome to
2: Padres Social Hour. Padres and Marlins, game two of their three-game set, coming your way at 7.10. As Petco Park, she's she's beautiful every day, but today looking extra spectacular as we welcome you here inside the AMR studio down the left field line. And if you're watching us, you see an addition to our studio up on the wall there, a brand-new mural, it's the Major League Baseball logo made entirely of socks, and not just any socks, but our friends at Stance, the official sock <laughs> of Major League Baseball, outfitting that wall. looks Sweet. pretty good. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's great. Love so, I might, I might have to work. borrow a pair of those socks. Is it okay if I just grab one? And I think as long as you replace it with the right color, maybe. <laughs> but if you want to be ready to wash it? And you're going to need a pair of socks because, Bob, what? you're not wearing any. You're here. In, now, I tweeted out moments ago that you know we've had plenty of Scanlon outfit days. You came in bundled up with your peat coat one day with the gloves when they were in Philly. Yes. Uh, for Game of Thrones Day, you were wearing your Mother of Dragons, your wife's t-shirt that I you had borrowed. I had my lucky
4: jersey that got us a 14-2 to 2 loss. You got a lucky oh jersey right. that
2: wasn't so lucky the one right? time wasn't you were lucky here. Not so lucky. And I tweeted out that we had this new one. You're going to want to tune in and see what it is. So explain to us, uh, you're wearing your, your loafers that are sockless, your shorts, you got some t-shirts. I, I must clarify, these are deck shoes, actually. Deck so shoes, what, okay. what is
4: the common theme with all the various uh, outfits I like to wear? He usually it has
2: something to do with the team they're I'm playing. I'm in
4: the team, right? I, I thought it was showing off your legs. No, no, oh. no. I mean, that's an ancillary asset that everybody gets <laughs> to enjoy at home, right? But <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all about supporting the boys. So what are they here to do? They're here to bag a marlin, aren't they? They are. So I'm busting out my marlin outfit. So I went fishing last year, got my first marlin, thanks to my good friend Mike Shaw. Mike, I know you're watching out there because everybody in San Diego watches the show. <laughs> Brought me out on his boat. Reeled in my first marlin, so I'm like, you know what? I'm busting out the marlin, So, so we're, th- we're bringing in a fish today. This is boys. authentic. Huh? This Heck is authenticated yeah, game war and stuff. It. You this actually a
2: caught a marlin in this there's outfit. There's
4: actually fish guts on this hat.
2: Yeah, wow, yeah. nice. So, so not
4: not just symbolic.
2: This is yeah. legitimately. So what you do? Marlin did you, did, you hunting mount hunting it,
3: did you catch and Release? what did you do with the marlin? No, yeah, we caught
4: and Release. We we'll let him go. Yeah. Least, so like you know, I mean, that makes me happy. He was probably bigger than this whole room, so would have capsized the ship, right? You know, oh, you had a small boat. That's how I roll. No, it was just a huge fish. Okay. Have
2: you read *Old Man in the Sea*? Those marlins right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 I was throwing it in. That's yeah. hard to reel in. So if
4: we catch one in the middle of the show, boys, you got to strap me in. Let's go.
2: Perfect. Well, you're set to go, and we are in awe here watching you. I mean, this is <laughs> you're going to need, need a bigger, bigger boat. Costume, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well done. Uh, jump in on the conversation. Let us know how well Bob looks. If you think this costume is uh, not costume, outfit, costume. I say. Yeah, yeah. Costume. This is, this wow. is authentic yeah. fishing gear, oh, yeah, Sorry, I wow. had the, had, uh, had that on the mind. The wrong words. But yeah, this Jeez. this excellent <laughs> outfit. If you love it, if you like it, there's no way you can hate it. It's definitely a positive reaction. So let us know. Hashtag Padres SH. There's also the chat happening at Padres.com slash social hour. So, jump in on that. Unfortunately, Bob, you weren't here with your outfit yesterday. No. Because the Padres could not bag a Marlin yesterday. The boys got speared by the Marlin, yeah. Although... If I would have told you yesterday, if I tell you tonight, hey, the Padres are going to hit four home runs tonight, you take that, right? <laughs> feel pretty All good about it. Yeah. yeah. And they still lost by nine <laughs> runs yesterday, which that's not too frequently that that happens. What's advantage? Pitching and defense? Isn't that how it goes, Mike? Yeah, exactly. So, we proved that last night. so they say. Uh, unfortunately, that was not the case. Um We've got a pitcher here with us on the couch. Let's start with that pitching, Colin Ray. Obviously, a big third inning, seven runs he gave up, and a big part of that was the, the drop-double play ball that would have potentially ended the inning. Yeah, you can't it didn't assume help. it, but didn't help, but... Uh, yeah. d- what did what did you see from Colin yesterday, uh, and as he progresses this year, this is a guy the Padres yeah. were hoping would get a lot out of for a young. It, kid. it was a
4: tough night for the young man, and I was kind of curious to see how this outing went. It was the third outing after his little siesta that he took to sort of you know s- save right. some bullets during the course of the season. And oftentimes I've seen this before: the first game back, a guy is sharp, he's strong, he's fresh. Game number two, sometimes he's even sharper, but game number three, sometimes the physical duress can catch up to you. You know, th- there's no substitute for being on the mound, even you take a little break. So I was curious how to see physically how he's going to come out. He just wasn't sharp from the beginning. I mean you can see he's missing location from the very first batter. Fastballs, that's a hanging breaking ball right there. So it's just a young guy that didn't have his good stuff last night. You see another pitch up in the zone and, and that's what's gonna happen. Big league hitters are gonna get to you like that. Now he got away with some things against Atlanta last week, right? Five days ago he's facing one of the worst offenses in baseball. No apologies. He pitched nicely, didn't get any help on that play right there. But that let's was huge. face it, even it was huge, but still if you're making your pitches you pitch over those mistakes. I mean, this this inning did not happen because of the drop double play ball. This inning happened because he was not locating his
2: pitches, and the Major League hitters let him know about it. When you're watching from a fan's perspective, Mike, do you, who's the blame on for Colin Ray for not being able to pitch around that or strictly on that double play ball that didn't get turned?
3: I mean, th- there's no strictly one way or the other. I mean, I think – that hurt him. The thing about Colin Ray that I find interesting, and a, a conversation we had last year with him, we, we've talked about this. He kind of came out of nowhere uh, as a prospect. He wasn't on anybody's list, and all of a sudden, he's just putting up ridiculous numbers in Double A, and then a little bit into Triple A last year. And so we asked him, you know, what was it that kind of turned this around for you? Was there a pitch at it? Did you make a mechanical adjustment? And he said, "No, my coaches got into my head and gave me the confidence that I could do it." And I think with him you see his confidence fluctuate. When things are going well for him, he really builds and pitches better and better. When things don't go well for him early, you kind of see things go the other way. And then when you don't get that double play ball, I think that kind of really snowballs things. he seems to really thrive when he's doing well, and getting that confidence early is big for him, and he didn't have that last Isn't night. Isn't that
2: most young pitchers? Like, when do you become mature enough that you don't let that dictate your mood, your performance?
4: Yeah, it's interesting. Some guys have an actual moment that they remember where all of a sudden they feel like, you know what? I belong here. I, I've got what it takes. I remember what that moment was for me. I was pitching against the Philadelphia Phillies. I think it was my third or fourth outing in the big leagues, and I got myself into a bases-loaded jam. I'm facing Von Hayes, two outs. I get to a 3-2 count on him. He fouls off two good fastballs, and then finally I come back with a backdoor slider. I catch him looking. I get out of the jam, and he sort of looks at me, and he takes his cap off, and he flips it, and a little look like, hey, that's a pretty darn good pitch, kid. You're going to be all right. And so that was sort of that moment where I felt like, you know what? I belong here. I can get out of the big jams. And and I think he's had those moments clearly when he almost had the no-hitter. Yeah. But I think you're right, Mike. In terms of his confidence and what I see is a guy that when he doesn't have that confidence that you're talking about, he tries to nibble, which is totally Right, and that's what he said he did. Totally normal for young pitchers. You feel like when I get in trouble, I've got to get finer. I've got to make the perfect pitch. That's when you start getting yourself into trouble. You start falling behind in the count. And even if you do make the perfect pitch on the first pitch, Where do you go from there? Are you going to make a more perfect pitch on the second, the third pitch? (laughs) A perfect third pitch, exactly. So it's a common thing, and he's he has the stuff. Yeah. And it's just the common. Look, I don't have to be perfect all the time. Let's look from the middle of the plate out. Let's get ahead, and then work to the corners and expand.
3: And and you talk about young players. I think yes, there is something to young players not having that confidence right away. But uh, he's a different kind of guy. I mean, more probably like a Tyson Ross. I, I bet if you ask Andrew Kashner. He probably always thought he belonged at whatever level he was at. He's just a guy that kind of projects that confidence, and I'm sure you've been around a lot of guys that just, sure. you know, almost an arrogance, that's a good thing for them, that really that they've succeeded their whole life, and they just feel like wherever they're going, they're going to succeed. And, you know, maybe he doesn't always have that, and he needs to get that uh, that success, that, that that first out, that first great pitch that he feels good about. Maybe it's a good bullpen. You know, he feels good in the bullpen. Whatever it is, to get his mind right to be successful.
4: It's interesting. You bring up the point that there are certain guys that they just show up with that confidence, and sometimes you think, oh, that's a great thing, right? Not always. Not always. Th- there's some no. guys that are completely unrealistic about <laughs> what they irrational need to work confidence. On. Exactly, love the irrational confidence exactly, guy, but like sometimes he gets you killed. Love the confidence, but let's be honest, right here, this needs to be improved on. And there's certain guys that just feel like, hey, I'm I'm the you know. All that in, in a box of donuts. Well, you're not. So th- there's a balance between. Sure. Hey, I've got things to work on versus I need to have that confidence. And he's still trying to figure what's out mo- that what's
2: more. All that a box of donuts or a bag of chips? I, I think, a think box a of donuts I trumps, one. right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Go out there, pick the donuts, yeah.
4: Oh yeah. <laughs> we we know how Bob feels on
3: donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've done no those question. morning shows
2: before. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, here's a guy who had a lot of confidence, and we'll talk pitching, even if. Uh, these next couple guys, one was pitching not by trade yesterday, and one was not pitching at all. Uh, Christian Bethencourt, I'd be confident, too, if I could just walk out to the mound, <laughs> fling my arm, and hit 94-95 without even trying. Um, but also, so he got in for an inning of relief yesterday, his second appearance. Luis Perdomo, we saw on the base pads, actually stole a bag, stole third base of all bases, too. Uh, he's starting tomorrow for the Padres. So... I wanted to ask you, let's start with Bethancourt first, because a lot of people, they love it. It's great. He goes out, throws a 49 mile an hour, whatever name you want to name that pitch, Ephis, change up, whatever. Right. Then he comes to the next pitch, throws 94 uh, right away. We're taking a look at that 49 mile an hour here, <laughs> and then he goes almost 50 miles an hour. He's laughing at himself.
4: He's looking back at the radar gun the right there, going, How out. slow did I throw that thing? Oh, <laughs> so good.
2: Uh, so let's start with him, because I saw some, everyone loves it, they love the spectacle, but then some people that are uh, still taking, I guess, Bethencourt's catching duties more seriously, you know, you're going to burn out his arm, this puts him at an injury risk, he is your backup catcher if something happens to Norris, and Bethencourt is starting today behind the plate, we'll get to the lineup later, do you guys think this is all fun, or do you think there's a little bit of worry here trying to trot him out? Because he's not some junk baller out there. He's going out there. He's (laughs) flinging. He could maybe hurt himself.
3: I I, I don't see any real need for concern. I mean, the guy who throws more balls uh, around the field than the pitcher, it's going to be the catcher. I mean, he fires the ball down to second base constantly. Uh, He didn't seem to be really exerting himself. And I I think these guys are smart enough to know not to go out there and really hurt themselves. So understand the concern, but I'm not concerned.
4: Hey, anytime you go out on that mound, anytime you go on the field, it's a risk. Let's be honest. That being said, Mechanics aren't that bad. No, right. right? Like you said, he's not uh, grunting and muscling to try to get that ball up there. Ninety-four. <laughs> he's pretty smooth, and he's got good stuff. Oh, do I want to see it again? No. <laughs> okay, it's not
0: usually
3: a good
2: thing. I don't need to see that again. Right. What's? I mean, obviously, you'd like to see it if the Padres are winning, fifteen to three. I, I don't need to Would see. You, you wouldn't want to see that at I all. I mean,
4: obviously, rather it be in a blowout where you're up, right? right? But you're not going to do that because that's rubbing it in the, in the opposition's face, yeah. under, unless you have dire circumstances. But you know, for the most part, hey, we've gotten a chance to see it twice. It was fun. It's all good and dandy, but uh, hey, I don't. Hey, we don't want to see the regular guys out there, right? Ideally, I mean, not. It's yeah. it's a nice
2: little amusement for the it end is, of the game when you're right. already blown out, nothing to watch for. See, but now, Alexi, I wouldn't mind seeing Alexi throw the slab one more it's time. That's always kind
3: of fun. Yeah. Hey, and at least we didn't have to worry <laughs> about the players having too much fun. You know, like like last time he pitched, and everybody hit suffered right, up right. an uproar over the guys smiling while uh Christian Bethancourt pitched. Yeah, yeah, we talked everybody about Everybody seemed to handle it yeah. appropriately. They were
2: enjoying it a little too much, uh, we thought. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Beth and uh, yeah, hopefully we don't have to see that too often at all. Uh Perdomo stealing the base. Bob, you ever you, did you like running as a pitcher? Do you back? like watching a giraffe run the bases? Yeah. I like <laughs> watching it. Does the giraffe going <laughs> the giraffe like the going all over the place <laughs> What
4: a ridiculous <laughs> question that was. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't pretty, but I actually <laughs> did run the bases a few times. I, I got put in one time because our pitcher actually had a, a pulled hamstring, and so he's able to pitch, but he couldn't run, so that was the one time I got a chance to do it. Uh, and it, it wasn't pretty. Let, let's face it. Was it, it fun, though? Uh, it was more terrifying. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say that's like, like, gonna be nerve-wracking. Wait, right? I'm out here now. I'm here for a purpose, right? And uh, so I'm, I'm making sure I got all the signs. You know what was the indicator? Make sure I don't miss anything. Don't get picked off. Do you remember
3: whose helmet you wore?
4: I
2: couldn't even. Do, well, I had my own helmet. Yeah. Did you?
4: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. Bob Scanlan. Right. Like it's my helmet. Come on, now, yeah, I all had right. my own lid.
2: Uh, before we go to break here, we got some tweets that I'm gonna have to bring up here in the next segment uh, about your outfit. Speaking of legs, giraffe legs, Bob. The people are, are letting themselves uh, n- letting. Their opinions be known, uh, but quickly yesterday, just to bring a little cap, because Mike was on yesterday. He had two shows in a row, and uh, we ended the show with some uh, parenting question or a parenting question that Mike had. If you want to recap the question real quick, because we have some answers By for the you. By the way, congratulations! You're early on, on the show. Just on air, make it
4: official. Very exciting.
3: Thanks, but I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I mean uh, things have been going well. The little guy sleeps at night. He just has a couple times during the day. It's like an hour and a half before he eats, and you can't figure out anything that's wrong other than he's probably hungry. And so. Do you feed him an hour and a half before he's supposed to, or you try to stay on the schedule, you know? That's the question? Ta- that was kind of the question, Oh, you got yeah. right. yeah, to stay on the schedule.
4: Yeah, uh, you have to stay on the schedule. Pretty much everybody else gave the opposite yeah, advice. so, so the, we there have a couple of folks that in. Us. So
2: uh, Tom tweets in, Tom Hughes, saying, try upping the amount you feed him every four hours. So keep the schedule, but well, just throw a little something yeah, extra in there. Yeah, if you start
4: getting too far off the schedule, they start realizing that they're running the show, you know? And, so, and also, you got to figure out the cries. Have you figured out the different cries yet? The I need to poop cry, the I need to burp cry, the I'm hungry cry, I'm lonely cry, I'm cold cry. Yes, I mean
3: and I think these are more the I'm lonely and he really wants to be held. What yeah, he kinda to Dad, that's what we're kind of figuring out. Yeah, that's a good thing. He really wants his and mom. Enjoy. You've he's got smart. about 12
4: more years of that, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they're <laughs> off on their own. Then they don't
2: want any part of us, right? <laughs> exactly. Right, then, yeah, then they run away yeah. scurrying. Uh, cranky Ed says, uh, are you getting any sleep yet? If he's hungry, feed him. That's pretty good parenting <laughs> advice, I guess. Uh, you won't get a good night's sleep until he can eat cereal. So he says you're in still for some some dark Well, things. I think rice
3: cereal is not too far away. So uh nice. so that so that's good. But uh actually really cool all the the, the people reaching out yeah. on social media and the and people that f- that follow the show that are parents. It, it was really cool. That was that was fun for yeah. me yesterday. The
4: food cry I mean you pretty much hey the kid's hungry, you gotta feed them. Yeah. You know?
3: He's grown, grown kid.
2: Yeah, needs,
3: uh, needs nourishment. All right, there you go, Ben. More food for you, buddy.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, if he's going to be out here starting in center field one day for the Padres, he's going to have to get those oh. muscles big and strong. Center field. So do you have be the
4: beautiful. left, the uh, right arm
2: tied behind his back yet? So he's got to do everything <laughs> left-handed. <laughs> Once he has it. control of the arms, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lefties always find work. They always do. Uh, Beer Fest presented by Southwest Airlines is back on Friday. That's this Friday, June 17th, before the Padres face the Nationals at 7:40. Don't miss the live music and $5 dollar beers from a variety of breweries. The first 25 thousand fans in attendance will receive a pair of Padres knock around sunglasses presented by Knockaround. get your tickets today at Padres.com slash party when we come back we're going to talk uh, Padres roster move take a look at the injuries and see what the uh, Social Hour universe thinks of Bob Scanlon's outfit today this is Padres Social Hour
1: before every game get your Padres talk on with us this is Padres Social Hour
2: Tonight, it's Drew Pomeranz taking the hill for the Padres against Tom Kohler for the Marlins. Drew. Drew. Uh, still that sub 2.5 ERA despite a couple rocky starts lately. So Wait, do you want him but
3: to have a really good start? Because his start on Sunday is big for you.
2: It is, yeah. So, uh, Bob, you were in here yesterday. Missed it. You did miss it. So, the, uh, the Padres struggling on Sundays. They lost again oh, on okay. Sunday. Yeah. 0-10. Yeah. So, I said yesterday, I am not going to shave if you noticed the scruff, I did. And in fact, I noticed
4: it because I was going to do that as well, that I was going to start mine. And I, I shaved at the last second. Bob, and you should have. You I need some oh help, right, no, help here. No, I'm, I'm with you totally. I shouldn't have shaved it. It's my bad. You know what? I wish I'd gotten your memo. And I would have known. Sorry. So, right, I, from now on, I, I m- didn't know I'm you'd on be
2: you I'm on board. Nice. So I'm yeah, not shaving no until shaving they win until on a Sunday. Sunday
4: win. I was actually gonna And here's a
2: look at my Cam Beard update, so it's nice. a little <laughs> bit more than yesterday. See, no, I
4: no, see I fe- I thought you started that like three hours ago.
2: You're one of those guys that just, no. just, <laughs> this <and> just hair. <laughs> this just is taken out. since <laughs> Saturday morning. <laughs> really? See, no, that would take me a
4: month to get to that. <laughs> really? Really? I know guys
2: that you get this in a day. This is that five o'clock shadow like you're saying. No, not me. I've been working hard. So you're doing Sunday, see I
4: was gonna do series
2: finales.
4: Because that's sort of been oh, a stumbling you block blew also. It. No, because
2: yeah. th- the reason was I wanted to – because Sunday is at least a week. The series finale, if they win tomorrow, then it, that wouldn't have been a good gimmick. I'm here every day. It's like, oh, way to go, Janelle. Three days right, later in right, your right. shave. Okay. I figure at least for the fans to make me look like an idiot, I'd guarantee the one week at Sunday least. Sunday day game. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm on board. But all right, all right. So like if he it. has a
3: good start today, that helps you Sunday, or what do you think? So the
2: reason Mike brought that up is yeah. because it's Pomeranz. If the rotation stays, he's pitching on Sunday. Sure. He's a Padres ace, yeah. so I've got that in my favor on Sunday. Absolutely. The Nationals, tough team. That's against my favor. Okay. So uh, we'll have to see. Yeah. So if but he does wait well wait tonight, wait yeah, wait get wait him back Build on some room. momentum into Sunday. Turn exactly.
4: Yeah. What's the problem? He pitches good today. He can't pitch good on Sunday. Like he's only got one good start a month or something. Where were you going with I
3: that? I'm just saying. What do you like? No
4: There's faith, some causes. Oh
2: my gosh. Of faith. No How faith dare in you? How dare you! Um, I'm expecting
4: right. the like 18 consecutive shutout innings from him.
2: Back to back. Yeah, yeah let's go, Drew. Let if shave. you're listening, get the I razor. need to shave, man. It's starting to get itchy. Help me out. Yeah. Um, from my beard to Bob's legs, we have some tweets coming <laughs> in on your outfit wow. today. That's a smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: Luigi likes it. scary. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. I want that visual. Like <laughs> oh, Luigi! <laughs> get away from Luigi, leg, Luigi
2: loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve not tweeting in. <laughs> Bob, I have seen better legs on chairs. How dare you, Steve? These, legs are, these are major league legs right here. They were Bob's major league, league legs. legs yeah, that's uh, cool. Jonathan Holmes saying, uh, it looks like Bob looks like he's about to go fishing on the pier. Yeah, if you yeah. missed the explanation, Believe that's the point. That's it, so this yeah. This is the outfit Bob Scanlon caught an actual Marlin it. in. This is the Marlin, nice. marlin hey outfit. I'm ready
4: to go fishing. I'm ready to bag a Marlin today. I'm I'm supporting the boys. As are the Whatever it takes.
2: All right, speaking of uh, the boys that will be trying to bag those Marlins tonight, there's a new name in the starting lineup. We'll get to the full lineup later, but it's a new name in Major League Baseball. Ryan Schimpf gets called (laughs) up. Uh, So that's our ADP roster move for today. So Schimpf uh, gets the call up from El Paso where he was just – Tearing the cover off the ball uh, basically this entire season. Hector Sanchez gets designated for assignment. He was here as the Padres' uh, number three catcher. Uh, just some numbers on Shimp: So 51 games in El Paso, 15 homers, 48 RBI this wow. year. He was batting three fifty five with an OPS of nearly 1,200. If that don't get you called up, what else do you got to do? Hey, I mean.
4: you know what I love about that? That's not one of those things of, gosh, we got to call somebody up. What are we going to do? Who's it going to be? That is kicking in the door. I and mean, that is just saying, hey, man, it is my turn. Let me get a chance to play up here. Great numbers. Granted, it's a good hitter's park, no doubt about it. But those, you, you can't argue with those types of dominating numbers, and he's getting a shot. Good for him.
2: Now, we had a, a question come in uh, on Twitter as well as uh, we watched some, in, some footage from Shimp down Look at in that Malpasa. apple Tower.:
3: It's crazy. Uh, and the thing is, he, he's, he's not a big guy at all.
2: He's not – and he's never exhibited this before. This is – I mean, this is a breakthrough season for him. He's 28, so this isn't a young spring chicken. He's a fifth-round draft pick, though, from LSU, so he has some pedigree. Is it a thing, Bob, have you seen this before where some guys just – it takes them maybe six years to click, but they finally do it, or is this maybe a bit of a fluke season?
4: Yeah, it, I've seen both. I've seen it where some guys, they just get hot, you know, and they're, just, they're playing in a ballpark now where they're comfortable, they see the ball well, the wind is blowing in the yeah. place where they hit the ball, they happen to, you know, get into a groove, and they get their opportunity. Other guys, they actually have figured something out. They're doing something different, and I'm hoping that's the case with him. At age 28, it is time, right? Uh, he's getting his opportunity and hopefully makes the most of it.
3: Yeah, I mean, not to make a, a specific comparison, but like a guy like Jose Bautista kind of put it together, especially on the power side later in his career. You know, there yeah. are guys... Now yeah. you have people thinking, right, no, and no, the no, next no. Joey Vance. No, no, but I mean, you know, there <laughs> are people that figure it out a little right. later in life. And I mean, you know, you go through some tribulations, you uh, get cut from a team that you were supposed to come up through, and you have to reevaluate, reassess uh, maybe how you're approaching the game, how you're approaching your lifestyle, your diet, your workout. Maybe he's made some changes. I mean, uh, like Bob said, it's really great. I mean, he forced them into bringing him up, the numbers he's putting up, and, you know, you can knock a couple hundred points off the uh, OPS because of the PCL, but that gets you down to a 1,000 OPS. So, I mean, you know, he's hitting the ball. His BABIP isn't super high. It's like 370. That's higher than his career norms, but that's not, like, outrageous. So, I mean, you know hopefully some of this is sustainable, and I mean, they could use a shot in the arm. Uh, Solarte doesn't look right right now, so it's nice to the get a, a guy that could play some defense at third base and maybe swing the bat.
4: Yeah, I think that's what this comes down to. Like you said, Solarte's not 100%. Hector Sanchez hasn't been playing. We knew that was a temporary situation all along, having the three catchers up there. Yeah, well, we we, have, we
2: had this tweet come in from Jellyman. He wants to know, will someone explain why we got Sanchez just to DFA him after this short amount of time? Because
4: we don't know what was going on in the background. They might have had a, a deal in works for one of the catchers and knew that they needed a backup guy, and that's there's what I think, guy, and it just yeah. fell apart
2: maybe. Yeah. Uh, what Andy Green said before the game today is that with Austin Hedges' injury, uh, that the Padres had no organizational depth. Right. And so they brought Sanchez here to the big leagues. who He, he had to be up here because of he, uh, the options and all that stuff. Right. Uh, but that, you know, they were holding him for just depth in case something happened to Norris or Bethencourt. Yeah. I think, though, maybe there's something that, you know, the public doesn't know that we don't know that maybe there was something in place? Because why wouldn't you just wait until if Norris did get injured, then make the move? Well, because then you're trying to play catch-up at that point, and you're scrambling
4: to try to find a MLB-quality catcher. Okay. A- and somebody's got you over a barrel of, oh, really? Now you're short on catchers and you need something? It's going to cost you a little bit more. So it's always better to be preemptive have somebody in place then if you do still want to go out and shop for one you're not shopping out of desperation
3: and with aj i think if he sees somebody that's a possible asset on some level whether it's for his team or another team i don't feel like the padres lost anything to bring him onto the onto the roster now they had a couple months to build some value there's no guarantee that he leaves the organization if nobody picks him up then he could go and be a padres minor leaguer and stay in the organization for that depth but you know take those chances. If you see some 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 value, like Christian Bethencourt, he saw value in Christian Bethencourt that Atlanta was giving up on him, so that's why he made that move to bring him in. He's built himself into an asset. Maybe yep. he is something down the road, or maybe he's a trade ship. So yep. you're, you're always looking for, for players that can build value, whether it's what they do on the field or what they can bring down the road. There
2: you go. Yeah, Sanchez. So it looks on the surface like it was just a why was he here taking up a roster spot, but there are those machinations that we don't <laughs> always know about yeah behind the scenes uh, so that's the move shim for sanchez essentially that's from adp helping companies focus on what matters and just a couple of notes on some other roster stuff uh, injury wise as well travis jankowski from last night sprained ankle but Andy Green said he's running today, feels fine, should be a couple days. That was a hold-your-breath moment uh, last night. Tyson Ross now throwing from 150 feet. Should get a bullpen session this weekend. That's uh, getting him back on the path to eventually a rehab start and back on the mound. And then uh, Solarte, again, just day-to-day with that left thumb contusion. Probably need to let that thing
3: rest or or it's never going to get better.
2: Right, one of those things where if you keep forcing it. Yeah, but once those things happen,
4: you know the rest of the season. Look, I'm going to have it. Yeah. It's not going to be 100%. I mean, by the end of the season, there's about six different things that guys are nursing, right? Sure. The sore knee that they had, the strained hammy, the tight calf, the shore sol- uh, shore s- uh, sore, sore, sore shoulder. Sore shoulder. Excuse yeah. yeah. Sore <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> you know, the UCL is, is barking a little bit, and yeah. he got hit on the wrist in the first in spring training, that's still nagging, too. I mean, it it's, it is what it is, and he'll be back as soon as he can physically oh, well get out. At that's the
3: same things. time, though, like, you know. Thumb pretty important to uh to your script so grip the back, yeah, yeah
2: so slightly. No, absolutely. Uh we're gonna head to break here in a sec, but I wanted to get this going, because this is actually something that I saw a few days ago, but I wanted to wait until we had the right personnel here to discuss it. And I want you guys to chime in on social media. So I want to give you a lot of show time to give us your your thoughts and opinions. So this was uh tweeted out by the comeback a few days ago. It's four fans all wearing jerseys from major league, Indians jerseys. So you've got your Serrano, you've got your Ricky Vaughn, you've got your Dorn, your Brown left to right. And I, I put this out on Twitter a little bit earlier, but I'd love to hear your guys' opinions. You get to rock any fictional baseball jersey. So from a movie, wow. Bunch of Lollygaggers right there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, wow. so nice. Who do you pick? I'm giving you as a, as your birthday present, a fictional baseball jersey. Doesn't have to be a major league team like the Indians in the major league. It could be anybody. Who are you picking?
3: Wow. Have, do you have one that jumps to the front for you? I mean, I got uh, mine. I, I think it's a uh, number 12 Bad News Bears jersey, Tanner Boyle.
4: <laughs> that was Good. my number two choice. Was, was it really?
3: Tanner. Yes. <laughs> uh,
4: with, with some taco stuff hanging all over <laughs> right after. Chico's Bale Bonds Chico's on the bail back. Bonds. Yeah, Love exactly. All right, so who's your I, number Roy one? Roy Hobbs. I mean, I was, you know, the old sure. school. That was one of my favorite baseball movies. You know, that that's not a bad one to go with.
2: Uh, of course. They're the natural blooper. What about you? Chet Steadman, the Rocket.
4: Oh,
1: oh
2: yeah. Chet See, you know, I thought
4: he might want the Gina Davis
2: from uh, – no, no, I don't think I can kind of pull that off. I don't <laughs> think <laughs> I can pull that off. <laughs> no, you couldn't, no. Um, <laughs> I don't have legs like Scamlin. No. <laughs> Thank no, God. No one does. I and mean, I wouldn't on wish that here. on anybody. Um, I I was thinking about it and uh, going for one of those like major league or something, or like a Henry Rowan Gardner from Rookie of the Year. I mean I can get that. That's just a major league jersey and I'll get the custom print on it. I like your thought process. Go something that's a little bit you know, or Bad News Bears, same mm-hmm. thing. So I want, I want from the sandlots my favorite movie, the Benny the Jet okay. Rodriguez jersey, but the one he wears as a kid, like that wool, old school, number yeah, 30 that's a choice. that he wears around. That's the one I want. So, so here's that's my,
4: my, my backup, other than Tanner, is yeah. uh, one of the Hanson brothers from uh, Slapshot. Oh. Love to have a Hanson brothers
0: jersey. Alright. It's not
2: baseball, though. No, it's hockey. Right. This is a baseball show. It doesn't oh. have to be baseball.
4: You, so you said any sport. <laughs> so right. and, and I'm any pretty d-
2: sure I said fictional baseball, right? Did you say okay, baseball? Well the, yeah. All oh right. Because well the then it's a whole earlier. new ballgame. I get it like Space Jam, Monstars, uh, like a bunch sorry. of I stuff. I went yeah. off the reservation. And, and just so you know we how much I love
3: uh, kids cursing in movies, my second <laughs> choice was going to be a Cucumba's jersey from a hardball and a G Baby number one. So
2: <laughs> This kid that you're raising, I cannot wait to see how <laughs> He's he turns out. Yeah, very much so. Let us know your pick Padres SH, fictional baseball movie movie in Jersey, which one you would most like to own, and we'll get some of your best answers on the show in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Celebrate Dad this Father's Day at Petco Park. The Padres, in partnership with Sharp Mary Birch Hospital for Women and Newborns, will honor all dads on Sunday, that's June 19th, when the Padres take on the Nationals at 140. Purchase a special Father's Day theme game package and get a pair of Padres-themed socks. Get tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. When we come back, we're going to talk Ichiro, we're going to talk Pete Rose, and we're going to talk shovels and wiffle balls. Stay tuned for that. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
2: Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. We've got Bob the Fisherman here, who uh, in his Marlin fishing outfit has found not a rod and a reel, but a Game used baseball bat. Reenacting, is this actually how it went down last year when yeah, you caught and then the first and the line?
4: snapped because I was trying to reel it in too fast and hang with them. That's not happening today for the boys, though. They're getting no. fish, they're landing them. out on the hill. Them? You got the gaff ready? Oh, yeah. Bring the, them into the that's boat. That's the hook, right? Wow.
2: Yes. has got to make sure. Pick, the pick fishing parlance. I don't know anything <laughs> about fishing. I went fishing once when I was like eight with my dad. It's Didn't really. catch anything and haven't been back since. Uh, All right. That was in New York? Uh, Jersey Shore. Jer- okay. Yeah. Dirty river out there or something? Yeah, so. <laughs> Give some more credit to that. The Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. The mighty Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we've got some tweets coming in here at PadresSH. Uh, Joey Smith tweeting in, studying for finals is hard while watching Padres Social Hour. You Focus, need a break Joey. from studying. Focus, yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. I say enjoy us. All right. Give all the right. brain a breather. And then you get back to studying right afterward. And then you'll be focused, yeah. Yeah, perfect.
3: How bizarre is it that school is still in and it's like mid June? Yeah, my kids are out actually. So I mean, growing up, we
4: were done at mid May. Yeah. No, we high kids. school,
2: I always went till the end of June. Yeah. Really? Jersey. We went late. Yeah. College was over by is is early May. Yeah. You had a bunch
4: of snow days and everything, so we got spread out a little
2: bit. Yeah, we started late, ended yeah. late. Snow days we're always. The same too, thing. Too. got yeah. surf
4: days out here, right? Beach <laughs> days. <So laughs> it makes it's me like retroactively <laughs> jealous. Ski week.
2: <laughs> um, uh, we got a tweet coming in too, talking about these fictional baseball jerseys. Uh, Tim at SD Hat Guy says uh, a Wild Thing jersey. That's his number one. Ooh. Going with Ricky nice, Vaughn. Nice, Top's on like the it. list. Henry Rowan Gardner, a close second. So he likes the arms. He likes the pitchers. Okay. Um, we heart also throwers. Yeah, yeah, the heart throwers. Uh, also, if you guys have noticed, we got a couple of uh, new knickknacks here on the table. Uh, it's a big weekend coming Ooh. up. We talked about these were the knockaround sunglasses. First 25,000 fans. Nice.
4: These would be good for fishing, wouldn't they? They'd be great. Absolutely, so like look mirror, like a right there. Yeah.
2: And we have the the biggest addition This is the Padres fedora that they are giving out on Saturday. I can fish in that. Just put it all on, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> the more, the better. It's and like then Father's Day on, on Sunday. It's go. a big weekend coming.
4: <laughs> we're <out. out>. styling. <laughs> 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 see, I can fish in this, <laughs> or I can. You scour. actually? Can you see you behind the stand on my radar off anything, or you can get into the club. What's that? Or you can get into the club. Really? Yeah. Do I get past the velvet rope looking like this? Absolutely. You not. come
2: scout here at Peco during the game, <laughs> I mean then you head to gas don't lamp afterward, and you'll get in anywhere in you are <laughs> If they're letting
4: me in looking like this, I probably don't want to <laughs> be. You don't want to be a part of any <laughs> no. club
2: that'll have you. <laughs> <laughs> no, those, <Exactly. laughs> those are nice. So come out this weekend and check them out. All right, uh, time to talk uh, Ichiro. Last night, three hits for a guy who's 42 years old. Doesn't start that often. Goes, you know, three hits, gets on base a couple other times. Good right field defense as well. He's now one away from tying Pete Rose for total career hits. Each Rose, of course, split between Japan and MLB. Uh, We talked about this at length yesterday, so Mike, I don't need you to rehash your opinions. But uh, Bob, what are your thoughts on this? Because a lot of stories are coming out now, and people seem to either be uh, on one camp where, hey, this is a great accomplishment. It should be as celebrated as Rose. Other people, Pete Rose included, saying Mm -hmm. that uh, we shouldn't be making that big a deal out of of it because – Uh, Japan just doesn't, uh, you know, the Nippon Baseball League doesn't compare to MLB.
4: I love watching Ichiro play. He's been one of my favorite Major League players to watch on a daily basis. I mean, we talk about the hitting, but he was a great all-around player. Yeah, he was. Had one of the best arms I've seen in right field. Loved watching his approach, his energy out there and everything. That being said, and I'm not with Pete Rose on very many things, but on this topic I am because, let's face it, it's not Major League Baseball. Uh, That's no disrespect to the Japanese League. It's an outstanding league, but it's not MLB. It's not the same quality of playing every single day. Uh, and so great accomplishment. I admire him. I think it's wonderful. I, agree, I think it's great that he's going to get the 3,000 hits and everything. But as far as I- saying that this is the same as Pete Rose's, it's not. Even I'm sorry. It's, hey. just it's not.
3: Well, we talked about just how incredible it is that – Coming here at the age of 27, getting to 3,000 hits—that's just absolutely—and
4: Rob Dibble has a tattoo of his name on his rear end because of that. Remember (laughs) when he said, "If he ever wins a a batting title here in the (laughs) United States, I'll tattoo his name on my." Did we ever confirm?
2: Did he get that done? Oh yeah, he got it done. I did. Nice. Good for you, Rob. Man of your word. No, he did. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Pete (laughs) Rose saying, (laughs) "Great player," but I I just don't think. Pete (laughs) Rose saying, "I'm not trying to take anything away from Ichiro." Same. Which means, of course, I am trying to take something away. He's had a great career, but next thing you know, they'll be counting his high school hits. I don't think you're going to find anybody with credibility saying. Japanese baseball is equivalent to Major League Baseball. Yeah. W- where uh, would
3: you put it, Bob? I mean, you
4: probably have the best perspective on this. Well is it like
2: I a 4A? Didn't I didn't play in Japan.
4: But from what I understand, it's, it's triple-A, four-A, that type of thing. Yeah. They just don't have the same depth. And I played against some Japanese teams in spring training. What was so fun about playing those teams is that they knew physically they weren't as strong as the American player, so they didn't try to compete in that respect. But they were so fundamentally sound. Right. And even though it took three cutoff men to get the ball from the outfield <laughs> to home plate, they lined off the guys. It with precision. It did. They had every mm. guy perfectly. They had the perfect hand. You know, everything was quick, great footwork. They worked as a team. And I don't think it's any fluke that they won the first World Baseball Classic, you know, you had all these other greater players, stronger players, maybe better individual players, but nobody plays the game as a team better than the Japanese.
2: Yeah, uh, and when you see it on a world baseball stage, I think that really yeah puts it there, uh, right there in the but lights. But it's, it's, see. Not,
4: it's not major yeah. league caliber. You have some players, but the whole league. Uh, is the whole I was interested.
2: State. Mark Grace, no relation to you, Mike, I take it. Both Aztecs, though. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, he says, I can't believe it's not a bigger deal. Shame on us for not making a bigger deal out of it. You're talking about Pete Rose's record breaking it. I couldn't care less if he got some of those hits in Japan or Antarctica. So he's on a different side of that argument than you. Yeah, and Gracie was a, obviously a
4: teammate of mine, loved watching him. hit. a great handler of the bat. He's one of those guys, I think, that he would laugh at the shift nowadays, right? Because yeah, he could actually absolutely. handle the baseball bat. Loved watching him play, and it doesn't surprise me because he has so much respect for how Ichiro goes about his business. Yeah. So I, I'm not surprised. But that being said, I, don't, I think if you ask Gracie himself, he'd say, "Look, Japanese league is not the same as MLB." Yeah, but get him behind closed doors. Most yeah, hits yeah, in the '90s.
3: <laughs> What's that? Most hits in the '90s, Mark yeah. Grace. Mark Grace.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mentioned shovels and wiffle balls before. This may be a thing we have to get blooper you and I to do one of these other film bits because I was researching Ichiro, and this is a drill he did with his dad as a kid <laughs> to build his wrist strength and his hand-eye coordination. He would throw wiffle balls at Ichiro, the dad would, and Ichiro, instead of swinging at them with a bat, would get an actual shovel, <laughs> and the whole dichotomy of the heavy shovel and the light bat would help him become a better hitter, which blew my mind. So I think we've got to try that for I'm sure. In. Awesome. I can hit a wiffle ball with a shovel real good. Want to take bets, anybody? Yes. I got money on the wiffle ball. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the under. I got money on the shovel. It's one of those where he'll probably hit himself <laughs> on the backswing. Could Randy yeah. pitch to us? Uh we can ask, yeah. Okay, Randy he he Jones. Wants to we'll to see. The uh any
4: weird drills like that you ever have growing up? No, but I was thinking of the shovels and I actually played with some guys that used to hit cow patties with the shovels. <laughs> right? They grew up <laughs> on ranches and they'd go out there and they'd you find work the cow patties got, and they'd right? wing them and they'd be flying yeah. and they'd yeah, they'd, you know, you do it with what you got. So
2: And that's great.
4: I read a story
3: once that uh Vladimir Guerrero growing up would play a game where he had to protect a wall mm. with a broomstick and they could bounce it and he had to hit the ball no matter what. So it proved, w- or it made him the great contact hitter he was, and the bad ball hitter that he was. That you know he had to hit a ball; he could not let it hit the wall, no matter what happened. And that's how
4: he became the hitter that you know. I saw him hit a ball that short that hop actually bounced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we we all looked at each other. Did that just hit the ground before? So now I know how yeah. he did it. Yeah, that's that's characters characters one, one of my all-time
3: favorite players.
4: Yeah, he was, he was so it. much yeah. fun. Yeah, oh. those
2: Expos years in particular. I mean, oh. he was. Oh, talk brilliant. about a
4: down-to-earth guy. Also, yeah. He was actually one of the guys that would sit down and actually sign his own baseball cards. I hate to be uh, the bearer of bad news, but there are guys out there that Guys didn't do that? There there were some guys that wouldn't do that, but he would sit there every single day and just boxes and boxes would be there. He'd sign them all. Great guy, loved the fans. Down and then earth. he was he was Didn't
3: playing in some Dominican stuff this uh past well, winter, was hitting them out and st-
4: he still He wanted to play it. Winter Ball every year, even during his big salad day yeah. contracts because he just loved
1: the
2: game that much. Kind of like Fernando Rodney now. Doesn't need to, but yeah. he loves playing all yep. year anyway. Yep. And now you know fans, if you have an autographed Vladimir Guerrero <laughs> card, it's been authenticated by Bob <laughs> Sakwak. <Sandlin, laughs> so that's nice to know. Uh we got some tweets coming in, we'll get to in the next segment, so keep those coming in at hashtag We'll see if Bob has any more outfit editions. When we come back. Before that, remember Padres fans, the 2016 eSurance MLB All-Star Game ballot is here. Head to Padres.com to choose your ASG worthy stars and send them to the MLB All-Star Game presented by MasterCard on July 12th, right here in San Diego. Vote today, vote tomorrow. Vote at Padres.com slash vote. Mm. We'll keep this train rolling. This is Padres Social Hour. <laughs>
1: From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour.
2: Game two of the three-game series, Padres and Marlins, now less than an hour away, Drew Pomeran's Tom Kohler. But we still have some more Padres Social Hour to get to here in the AMR studio. And we're talking about the uh, the... Fictional baseball jerseys. People are tweeting in on that. So uh, Dennis tweeting at us, don't know which is better, Ricky Vaughn number 99 or Hayscan rocking the uh, creepy step, I think what's was a stepdad Halloween outfit today. This is not a Halloween stepdad. outfit. It's not a <laughs> stepdad. This is a legitimate. Explain this again th- in case anyone missed it.
4: This is my I'm going fishing. I've got to catch a Marlin. This is what I wore when I caught a Marlin last year. The boys are playing the Marlins. It's about supporting the team. they got to bring a Marlin into the boat. they got to bag him. I'm trying to help him get there. All right. Take yeah. that, Dennis! Is
3: team player, Dennis. Yes, I like it,
2: Bob. What no are you doing, out? Dennis? What are you doing, Dennis? trying to do to help the ball For the team
4: today? He's just bad mouthing people. <laughs> Thanks for I watching, Thanks for watching. How about the haters out there, yeah, huh?
2: Too many haters. You got to shake them <laughs> off. Haters <laughs> gonna, Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. But yes, Dennis, please tweet us all the time because we like <laughs> you t- tuning in and being a part of the show. Uh, now, Dennis is—he's a good tweeter. We, we like. Uh, we love style. you, Dennis. Yeah. Thanks for tweeting. Neil James, I love his handle. Make it rain, the CA. Uh, says Durham Bulls number eight Crash Davis. That's the one. That's he not a bad pick. one. That's yeah. a high one. That's yeah, a that's good, a one good as, one. as well. Um, uh, I right. know else? what else. He was going with Tanner. The,
4: my other one was uh, Engelberg uh, <laughs> with with the candy all over his uh, uniform.
2: I'm not sure that c- it would come with the candy, but you can oh, definitely come add it. you right? right? he's sitting yeah. there eating a candy bar. I,
3: I I know you take this very seriously. You would make it authentic. So <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you would get it. i takes no half
2: measures. No, exactly. All right, going to put you guys now on the Cholula hot seat. So yeah, Have we not been all day? <laughs> I know, right? It's <Reyes> been <laughs> are, the moment Just you Just turn down. up the heat a little bit, I guess. Uh, I o- this is also a story from a couple days ago that I wanted to wait until you were here on the show for, uh, Bob. And, Mike, I think you'd appreciate the topic as well. Absolutely. Pitcher's Home Run Derby. We've talked about it a lot here on the show already. Yeah. I'm in favor of it. Kay. And Madison Bumgarner has been trying to get himself into it. Now, over the weekend, what happened is Jake Arrieta, Cubs ace, said, Well, if Bumgarner's going to be in it, I want to be in it. Then Adam Wainwright from the Cardinals says, Well, if those guys are in it, I gotta be in it too, and the way that Bob's reacting to this, I think I already know his thoughts (laughs) on it. So, pitchers' home run derby—couple different ways you could do it. How do you think we should do it, or not at all? Mike, where where are you on this one?
3: I mean, it would kind of be fun in Bumgarner's kind of hit the ball well, but like if that's gonna keep somebody—if that's gonna keep Giancarlo Stanton or somebody out of the home run derby—I'm—I'm not for that. I mean, come on, there's guys that I want to see peppering the Western Metal Building. Are you
4: not for Bumgarner? Bumgarner would do that. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay, so th- there's guys that are going to be better at it. So That's all my, I'm
4: saying. Okay, so here's my take. I mean, you know, I'd I love to see Bum Garner in there. We, we talked about it on the show. I think that would be awesome because yeah. he actually has some pop and it brings some fun to it. I get why Bruce Bochy doesn't want him in it. Now, if you're talking about an actual home run derby for pitches alone, forget it. I don't need to see that. There's
2: been three sort of ideas floated. There's okay. the, the mad bum alone theory, which is just put him in the main home run derby. I'm on board. Thumbs up for that. Yeah. There is the – Pitchers home run derby and that's it, it's self-contained and you get to become the best power hitting pitcher of Crown.
4: All pitchers think they can hit, and the truth of the matter is they can Wayne Wright's on that list? He's you know how many self home runs.: he, He's them. got seven home runs lifetime over eleven seasons, all right? Okay. right? has got almost that many home runs this season alone. Okay. Do I really need to see some guy that's got seven life? Blooper, you could hit seven home runs if we threw you up there enough times. Really? Yes. Do no. Not no. Say yeah, we put you in no. do Wrigley, do we'll put you in Wrigley like with
2: that. the wind blowing out. Oh my And goodness. I'll pitch to you, all
4: right? I my can hit home my runs? fastball, yes.
2: The last thing we needed was yes. him to think he could do anything. Positive. Well, I just want
4: I mean, uh, to uh, see him swing a shovel. I'm going to well. tell you, exa- tell you, you exactly what that. he's capable of after the show. All right. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> then th- the third route was you have the pitchers-only tournament, and the winner of that gets into the main derby. Uh, I think that was Arietta's idea.
4: See, but that's kind of lame also because you're still going to have some guy that's got three career home runs, lifetime in there. I really don't need to see the bump It's a unique situation. He belongs there. I'd like to see him there, but all these other things to sort of fabricate having a pitcher there just to say he's in there, to me, is uh, very artificial. When
3: Will Myers doesn't get to go into the home run derby, it's going to be your fault.
4: Because uh, hey, Bumgarner's there. And Bumgarner's
2: yeah. going to take his spot? Is I'm on record. to take somebody's I'm not spot. Convinced. I'm on record. I'm all in for an all-pitchers home run derby. I like seeing that as a permanent <laughs> annual thing, like a warm-up for the... Really, Like what the three-point contest and slam dunk contest is for the NBA. You have a pitcher's home run derby and then the real home run derby. I would baseball. love to see a skills yeah. challenge. In that in that would be cool too. Like, right. like
3: a, a, a right field throw. Like you try to hit the Tommy Mansky trash can yes. at home back plate to back or something. To back yeah, they,
2: used oh. to they used to do that. Gym. They used to do that. Yeah. They should. They should. All right. That's the Cholula Hot Seat. Uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. When we come back, we'll take a look at the full Padres lineup for tonight as they go Marlin fishing. Bob's been ready for it for almost an hour now. Let's do it. We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after
1: this. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store.
2: It's an early show tomorrow, 11 a.m., Bill Sender and Brady Phelps. I better have donuts. i to say who's bringing the, the box of donuts yeah, for that. Exactly. One. But before that, we do have a game to play tonight. And the boys who will be playing that game tonight are now in the starting lineup. Brought to you by United, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Starting in center field and leading off, John Jay. Then it's Will Myers at first base behind him. Matt Kemp in right field, bats third. Melvin Upton Jr. back in the cleanup spot today. Playing in left, Alexei Ramirez at shortstop. Ryan Schimpf making his major league debut at Yeehaw. third base. Then Christian Bethencourt, the uh, pitcher-turned-catcher now back-to-back days, will bat seventh. Alexei Amarista at second base, eighth. And Drew Pomerantz gets the nod on the hill tonight, batting ninth. Yesterday, Grace, you had a chance with two nights in a row on the show to get to five hundred against know. Blooper on the year. What happened yesterday? Who did he grab? He blew it.
3: Oh. Are you kidding Well, me? He, he took Will Myers first. Blooper had the first oh, that's pick. Odd. He had Myers. Know, right? that's yeah, What odd. else is new?
2: Uh, Gracie had Derek Norris, who went 0 for 3. And so Blooper, with the win, now has a 15-point lead, his largest of the season, 35 Killing to 20. It. Ridiculous. Ouch. The good news, though, Grace, is that you get the first pick tonight. So who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the pitcher, Drew Pomerantz. The ace, can't go wrong. That does mean though that Will Myers is still on the board for Seth, I so wait. I'm guessing I'm gonna go Will Myers. Wait yeah. a minute, wait a what happened right there? We were just
4: talking before the break and you were telling me how you're going with Will Myers if for no other reason to get get him upset. I mean that's a moral victory. I, I talked him into that one.
2: <sighs> okay. Kinda I was gonna kind of bring where he wants oh him. Really? Crazy okay. you tell him. Uh so we'll see how that goes. Myers, what else is new for blooper versus Pomeranz? For the couch again, trying to get to that uh, cut into that two touchdown lead. I hope Cromerans does man. Let's go. He's, he's out there fishing for some Marlins. John uh, Carlos Stanton, by the way, back in the lineup for the Marlins tonight. Ichiro not, though. Yep. So all those 50-plus uh, members of the Japanese media who came here to see him break <laughs> the record will have to maybe wait until uh, tomorrow unless he gets in as a pinch hitter at some point. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. We're back to wrap things up here from Petco Park. This is Padre Social Hour.
1: Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour.
2: As we mentioned, a reminder again, tomorrow, 11 a.m., we're back, and it's a Way Back Wednesday, and I think... Right, Grace, it's a uh, baby-themed. Yeah. So we're going to see some of the Padres players and their baby photos and stuff. Cute. So we're going to try and get baby photos of Bill Center <laughs> at <laughs> the excavation site. The archaeological team is going to try Did and Do they have photography? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, do the cameras exist yet? And Brady Phelps, too. And I'll have some of mine, and we'll see if we can get some blooper babies. It's carvings on well. a wall. That's what you're going to Yes, like how hieroglyphics. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Poor Bill. It's a a shame that you couldn't be on there tomorrow. I can only imagine what kind of outfits you wore in your youth. Oh, yeah. Long, long skinny legs, I'm sure. I can imagine. Hey, real quick, big news in the sports world today. NHL saying, hey, Las Vegas, you got a team if you want it. Ever see Major League Baseball? in the Sin City? MLB's big thing was, and they've had that minor league team, the Padres minor league team was out there for yeah, a while. I played there. Was it was see. a heck of a lot
4: of fun. Got zero sleep, but they've always been worried about gambling entering the game. They don't mess around with that. Just ask Pete Rose. You don't see it ever happening again. <laughs> nah, not it not would not work, I but think. I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> not at the big league level. Yeah, Pete Rose is
2: occupied with Ichiro for these next couple days. Then we can get back to him on uh, some of his bigger issues as well. Thank you, guys. This was fun. It was. Absolutely. Wow, I well, hope you enjoy the rest of this outfit the rest of the night. It should be good. We'll see you
1: tomorrow. Bring It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes.